Hello and welcome to the Reborn Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Timothy Horn, and welcome to episode number three of series five. Flying through the series, but we've got a, another interview after our content episode last week, and we've got a fantastic episode um, with Jess Stepnowski. So let's get her on. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm Reborn Fitness welcome to Jessica Stepnowski. Welcome, Jess. How are you? Good. Hey, thank you so much for having me. No, it's a it's a pleasure, and it's nice to go back across the pond to California and to um, uh, speak to you. And I'm sure the weather's much nicer over there than than in the UK at the moment. But uh, uh, how are you? I'm so good. Yeah, the weather weather's getting a little chilly for LA, but it's nice because it's like sweater weather for us, so it's good. Nice. Oh, awesome. Well, as I always start these interviews, usually I will give you the time to tell our listeners who Jep, uh, Jess Stepnowski is. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. So I am a holistic health coach and confidence coach. Um, I focus on leading women to step into their full potential through mastering their body by eating for their hormones and then just help them show up more powerfully in their confidence to help master their life. Yeah, I love that. That's really, uh, really interesting. And, and talk to me about how you got into this area and how you came about to find your passion uh, in the fitness world. Mm, so it kind of started with my own health journey. Um, I gained 30 pounds in five short months. Um, and my hormones took a really big plunge. My metabolism was all messed up. Um, I had no um, idea it was going, I just didn't feel in control of my body. Um, and mm. I, that's when I kind of started doing a lot of CrossFit, a lot of like training to think that, mm. you know, that would help me lose the weight. Um, but really it was all within my diet. And, um, I struggled a lot with body image issues throughout that time. And, um, I really just didn't feel like myself. So after I kind of found out the, the inner lying causes, um, throughout my, my inner body, um, I kind of realized that, um, it was all through, through diet. It was all through my hormones. It was all just mental, um, and fitness and training really gave me an outlet to, to find myself again. And when I started eating really healthy, understanding what my body and my hormones needed, I started working with a couple coaches. Um, mm -hmm. I really fell in love with the process and that's what really piqued my interest to get certified through health and nutrition and fitness. Um, mm -hmm. so I became a personal trainer. Um, I became a certified health coach and, um, just fell in love with helping other women specifically go through, um, confidence issues, hormonal issues, and just mm -hmm. help them guide themselves to defining their true confidence and just feeling like they know themselves again yeah absolutely I love that uh, and growing up uh, were you were you sporty growing up through school and college and, and university um actually no I played soccer for a little bit when I was like five or six and then I got kicked in the head and then I left oh, my gosh. game um so I never really played sports until high school I played volleyball um, I was on junior varsity and I loved volleyball. I feel like it gave me so much like strength and energy. And I mm. love the community that it created. Um, and then moving into college, that's kind of when I got into uh, traditional weight training. And I really, really, really loved it. I loved the strength that I was getting. I was just kind of doing things on my own, right? Like I didn't have a coach or anything. And then sure. um, after actually 
college, that's when I kind of got into CrossFit and I really fell in love Mm. with the community that it was building. And I was like, okay, I really like the group training. I like having people to show up for people pushing you, motivating you. Um, and then that's actually when all of like my health issues started and I ended up gaining all that weight. So then I kind of went back to traditional weight training, um, and then kind of created a community throughout that through the gym that I'm at right now. Um, and yeah, so not really, but I really fell in love with the way that training made me feel and, um, Mm. just the container that it made me allow myself to be. Yeah, and no, I love that. And going back to that, your uh, what you went through was there a, a specific cause to what caused you to just gain weight? Uh, was it a trigger? Did something happen, or did it just naturally come out of nowhere? Well, I think it was because that's actually around the time that I moved to LA. So I was a very busybody, okay. and you know, as we age, our, our hormones and our metabolism changes, and our metabolism specifically slows down. So, um, I think it was a combination of doing the high intensity CrossFit training, which, you know, if you're familiar with CrossFit, you lift really heavy, you're always trying to get new, new public records. So our personal records, I should say. Um, so I was lifting really heavy and then I think I was just so infatuated with like the move that I was like eating out, I was partying a lot, you know, not taking care of my body. So I think the combination of both of those things, and I had a lot of indigestion, um, or digestive issues, I should say, yep. throughout my whole life. And that's kind of when everything kind of sparked. And it like really came through through my diet and the way that I was training, and I just wasn't doing things properly. So um, mm. that's kind of what really um, escalated all of the health issues I had that were kind of laying dormant, I, I would say. Mm. Mm, yeah. So obviously, you started to spiral. And how did you get yourself out of that spiral and start to get yourself on the mend and, and start to sort out uh, all those issues of the self esteem and, and, and the body confidence? Well, I think it kind of honestly took me hitting rock bottom, to be honest, right. because okay. I think that it was more me just kind of getting to that point of just like slowly seeing the weight gain and just kind of saying, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like it's muscle Mm. or like, Mm. Oh, well, you know, I was just trying to put it off in my head until it came to a point where I was like, wow. Okay. Like I've gained X amount of weight in this short period of time. Like something is wrong. Um, and then I just wasn't really feeling like myself because I've, I've never really struggled with weight issues. I've always had, I guess, self-esteem issues but um i think it was a big difference when i uh i saw that on the scale and that really messed with my mind so Mm. the way that i kind of got out of it was you know finding and seeking help because um i couldn't do it on my own i tried i was falling off diets and i was like there's got to be a way that's easier there's got to be a way that's sustainable lifestyle like you know so it was kind of just finding another outlet someone that could help guide me and coach me through it and it was all about creating balance in my diet, understanding macronutrients, understanding mm. what my body specifically needed. Mm. Um, and it took about two years for me to finally wow. get my hormones and metabolism level to the point where now I'm at a place where I'm like, I feel so um, unrestricted. I feel fully in control of my body. My body has kind of got back to that set point weight where I just feel super comfortable. I can eat naturally. I don't have to track mm. macros and it just, mm. it feels so good, but it definitely took a lot of trial and error at first. Oh, okay. No, that's amazing. And once you got yourself back on track, was that where 
then your business, the Nourish Body Accelerator came about or did that still take a bit of time first before that that came about? Talk to me about how your uh, business that you're now founder and CEO of uh, come about. Yeah, so that actually was discovered um, the beginning of this year, I would say. Um, I started just kind of traditionally doing um, fitness and, and nutrition on like a basic level Um, probably about two years ago. And that's kind of when I started realizing like all the things that I experienced. And I was like, wow, okay, like, got my certifications, I feel like I can teach on my experience, and also my my knowledge. Um, And then I kind of took a little break, actually. So I had another program before, like I said, it was kind of like just the traditional nutrition and and uh and fitness and then Mm -hmm. i actually worked at equinox and i was a personal trainer there for about eight months and then the pandemic hit yeah um so i kind of took a break so then after that is when i was like okay like i think the universe is aligning me with like getting back online and just really kind of nourishing my or nurturing my audience and just creating Mm -hmm. a new offer that i felt more aligned with and that's when the nourish by the accelerator came about because i was like Um, okay i'm so passionate about hormone health i'm so passionate about gut health i'm so passionate about um helping women just like dig deeper and find their inner confidence so that's when kind of this program came about was the beginning of this year when I really was like, okay, this is what I feel like women need. And this is what yeah. I feel more confident in teaching and coaching because to me, it's more than just, you know, a training program and nutrition, mm-hmm. nutrition mm-hmm. guidance, right? It's yeah. so much yeah. more about how you feel about yourself, how you show up in your relationships, how mm-hmm. you can master your body and know yourself so wholeheartedly to mm-hmm. then master the rest of your life because I feel like the way you do one thing is the way you, that you do everything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to, you said the, the CrossFit and after you had your, uh, you know, personal battles and personal struggles, did you ever think straight away, look, actually, do you know what? I want to use this experience and help others, i.e. with your business, or did it take you uh, a bit of time doing the, the, the fitness and nutrition, then the personal training, then realizing actually, no, no, this is not really grabbing me. It's what I've gone through. I want to now help other women get through their personal struggles as well. Yeah. So CrossFit was just more of a way to create community because I just moved to LA. So I was like, I love working out, but I want to like be able to meet new people. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. CrossFit sounds cool. You know, it was really trying sure. to be back you know, three, four years ago. Um, and I met a lot of people, but then it was just more about like finding my strength and finding like what Mm. I really loved about it. Um, so that for me was personal, but then when I went through all of like that experience, I was like, Oh, like, and then I also noticed too, like in between that time before I got certified, all my friends and I had people like ask me like about nutrition and how Mm. I train. And I just found like, it's coming out so natural. And I was like, Oh, like maybe there is, you know, a way that I could actually create this for my career. I love talking about it. I love learning about it. Mm. And yeah, so it kind of took time for me to, for it to click in my head to be like, okay, this is like actually like my calling and purpose. It's not just, you know, working a nine to five at a, at a, you know, corporate company that I was at. And uh, Mm. yeah, so it took, it took some time for it to finally like resonate with me. Oh no, fair enough. No. Um, and from your personal journey and, and from everything that you've come up to through now, what would you say, and specifically from your personal uh, troubles, what were the top three things you learned about yourself 
during those personal troubles that you still carry today and and share with your clients and, and other people that you meet? Ooh, something that I still trouble with. Um, I would say patience. <laughs> um, a lot of people, I feel like, have this idea in their head that they need, they want to lose weight quick. They want to feel better quickly, and um, they have to realize that it takes time. Um, your body needs to adjust. You also need to adjust, and um, patience is something that I think. I was so not comfortable with because I was like, oh, I just want to lose all this weight really quickly. I want to find that quick fix. But the reality was that the quicker I lose it, the quicker it's going to come back. So that was a hard um, truth I needed to face was that if you really want to heal your body and and get to where you exactly want to be, it's going to take that time and you need to actually enjoy the journey. So that would be my number Mm -hmm. two is enjoying the journey. Um, And I talk with my clients about that all the time is like, you, you come to me to work with me to, you know, hit these X, Y, Z goals, or, you know, you ha- you're dealing with all this emotion, depression, yeah. so on and so forth. But the reality is it's going to take time and healing to like actually get you to feeling your best self. Um, there's little things that we can start doing now that are going to increase it. But at the end of the day, it's patience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enjoying it and actually yep. like experiencing the, the journey, I think is the biggest thing. And the third one um let's see see patience enjoying the journey and trying to think and just i would just say like acceptance um would be another one because um i feel like for me i finally gotten to that place of acceptance of like Mm -hmm. my body and where i'm at right now Mm -hmm. um even Mm -hmm. though i do have like aesthetic goals but they're just not as a priority to me as much um so it's something that i feel like i was currently struggling with but that's Mm -hmm. something i talk with my clients about is because accepting your body and who you are today um so that you can really lean into the process of healing lean into the process of changing um Mm -hmm. And all of that, because if you are always like looking at that external um, end goal of like, oh, I just want to lose 20 pounds, like that's all I want to do. And I'll feel better. I'll feel more confident. It's like, that's not the truth. One and two, um, you're not, you're not enjoying the process. Um, And you have Mm. to do that. And you have to like, enjoy what you're doing and and be in it. Um, Otherwise, you'll always find yourself repeating your patterns over and over and over again. So I feel like those would be my top three. I love that. That's really awesome. No, thank you for, for sharing those. And guys, do take a note of those. They're really uh, valuable with anyone struggling with anything, any personal struggles, anything there. They are fantastic tips. So thank you for, for sharing those with us. Um, with your with your client base, which do you find that you have you see more of? Is it more self-confidence? Is it more body image? Is it more eating better out of those three? Which one? Or is it, you know, quite equally split? Well, it, it has recently been more about women just like wanting to look better. Um, their eating habits are not the best. Um, they have all mm-hmm. these external goals, right? Body goals. But when I start kind of coaching them and talking them through the process, they realize that all, and this is with everybody, but um, they start realizing that it's so much more deeper and it comes from self-esteem issues and confidence. So it's more mm-hmm. about finding the root cause and then being able to, to coach them through that. Um, so yes, it definitely has give and take, but mostly it started with, Oh, Hey, I just want to like lose weight. And it's like, okay, 
let's let's go into that a little bit more and then they realize mm. that they have relationship issues they mm. don't like where they are they have you know it just kind of stems in a deeper way and i think for everyone you know listening to this um you know your aesthetic goals and your body image issues and goals like all kind of stem from a deeper rooted past mm. that you've had or mm. trauma that you've experienced so i think it's mm. kind of really being able to face that and uh, being more aware of that and then learning how to heal that first and everything else will kind of fall into place yeah no i love that awesome um from reading your bio earlier actually and, and just sort of reading up a bit about you you talk about um you know really understanding the true meaning behind desiring a full internal transformation obviously a lot of us know about what a body transformation is and transforming your body but talk to the listeners listening now um about what an internal transformation means and what goes into uh, an internal transformation how you start transforming from the inside out um it's really just wanting to learn everything about yourself i think um it starts there but also being able to accept um, where you are and where you want to go and then doing inner work. And this could just be, this could go super deep into like your, you know, your childhood and all those different things, but just, you know, you could start like healing yourself now just by Mm -hmm. becoming more aware of your thought patterns and just really kind of fit. I always say, I like to think about where my thoughts come from. And if just, for example, like if I'm like, Oh, like I really need to lose this 20 pounds. Like I just, I feel gross. I don't feel attractive, this, that. And I always think like, okay, where is that coming from? Like, and then when you start really thinking about, oh, like maybe that was from my past relationships. Maybe that was from, you know, me being called fat when I was like 12 years old, you know, you start really thinking about certain things. And Mm -hmm. I think it really kind of stems from wanting to to go that deep with yourself because there are a lot of people that are so unconscious of like how they feel about themselves and they're just always focused on that aesthetic or chasing that and they think that losing the weight is going to give them the confidence but like again once you actually start like uncovering the root pattern or the root cause then they realize like oh this is actually stemming from this so i think it's like being aware of your your thoughts being aware Mm. of like how you talk to yourself and then also Mm. being like okay like i want to figure out where this is coming from and how i can start healing myself and realize that that it's really nothing about weight at all like it never is it's always something that a belief system that you had Mm. um so i think it's just starting at that point yeah no i love that awesome um and when it comes to dieting uh and you sort of talk to your clients about dieting um what do you usually recommend for them i mean isn't it just as simple as for them to have a balanced diet of you know not too many carbs and just just balance the diet out or is it more specific to how an individual reacts to food is that more the case yeah i actually think you hit that right on right on the head (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I, i think it's it's all about yes i do preach like uh balanced because yeah. i feel like a lot of people are like in still in this mindset of that carbs are evil carbs are bad if i want to lose weight i need to like cut the carbs um sure. but reality is that like you know you, carbohydrates are so beneficial for our bodies especially mm-hmm. in women um yeah. however i do usually find that everything is like 
always kind of coming down to that individual and kind of doing after like an assessment, I kind of figure out like where their starting point is and trying to get Mm -hmm. them back to homeostasis. So essentially getting their body really comfortable at what they're eating. Um, but it, I normally find that it's really all balanced, but Um, It just depends. Like some, some people can't do um, gluten. Some people can't do dairy, but all of my clients are definitely eating carbohydrates. And they're also, I'm finding very commonly that um, a lot of the clients I work with are under eating and they have been for Uh, years. So their body uh, is so used to mm. um, consuming less that like all the work that they're doing, the training, um, they're just overdoing it. And also too, with them, like thinking, Oh, I just need to cut more meals out to lose the weight. And they're getting frustrated that they're not losing the weight. It's like, well, real reality is that, you know, you've been under eating for so long, your body just adapted Mm. to it. So like when you Mm. actually start reverse dieting or, adding in more food, your body responds well. And then you start shedding the weight and they're like, Oh my God, it's magic. <laughs> but really, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, but really it's just, you know, being able to understand yourself and like realizing that, you know, all these symptoms you have of fatigue or I don't have an appetite. And it's like really because your mm-hmm. body's starting to sh- shut down a little bit because it doesn't know when it's going to be fed next. So um, it really kind of comes down to the individual, but the most common theme mm. I find is that a lot of the women that I work with under eat. Oh, okay. It's interesting. Cause I was going to say also, maybe is it them snacking or as they call cheat days, is it maybe them sneaking in too many, skipping on the meals and then snacking? Do you find could, that yeah. that's the case? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do find that sometimes too. I mean, mm. like when, when people come to me and they're like, oh, I, I had a cheat day today and I'm like, let's like remove that out of your vocabulary because cheat day to me is like, you're already categorizing in your head that food is good and bad. And that's something I teach too, is like really recognizing all food is food. Um, there are better choices than others. And also specifically for your body, like you might be more sensitive to this type of food versus Mm -hmm. another person. So I think it's like, you have to kind of really retrain yourself, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely some clients I have too that like, snack a lot or like they'll skip breakfast and be like oh i'm not hungry and then i'm like okay so then what do you end up eating throughout the day and then they'll kind of come like come back to me like oh well i ended up eating like one meal throughout the day and then at nighttime i had this meal and this and this and this Mm -hmm. and then i gained gained weight like what the heck and i'm like let's try to like re kind of structure your your meal plan throughout the day and then they find that when they do end up eating earlier whatever the case is they kind of mitigate that snacking so yeah there's all types of different things and they're like oh, i can't eat past 6 p.m like or else i'll gain weight and i'm like mm, mm. no it's not true <laughs> your body doesn't know time sure, sure. <laughs> so it's almost a client overcomplicating the the process of eating food they overcomplicate it they have all these yeah. almost superstitions you know you can't eat past this point and if i skip this meal it means i lose this much weight and yeah. is that what you find a lot they have all these superstitions that just aren't true yeah you simplify it yeah. Just... yeah exactly um mm. it's all diet culture <laughs> yeah and i feel yeah. like you know it's all the the latest magazines or like yeah. these yeah. In, um these fitness instagrams and they look all this and they're like oh i only have a shake and two meals a day and they're like oh mm. i need to do that and they're like, why am I not getting the results? And, yeah. you know, so I definitely think it's a lot from what we've grown up with as a society. Um, and also, I think the unrealistic expectations and models, role models that we look up to, um, mm. we're trying to, to be and like look like. So I think it's a lot of that and distortion 
of yeah. what we should look like as women. And I think that really plays heavily on our psyche and, um, and yeah, all of these like crazy diet stories or mm-hmm. all these extreme diets. I mean, I've been there too. Yeah. I tried, I tried it all and I was like, this isn't working. Um, why not? Why, why am I the only one that's not getting the results? And then, you know, yeah. come to find out that it's like, well, okay. So these aren't realistic expectations and my body's different. I have to accept mm-hmm. that and that's okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and just uh, again, your top tips, if someone came to you again, struggling with, you know, dieting and, you know, struggling with their eating what are your sort of top three tips that you usually give to your clients to help sort of simplify and sort of solve their their worries and their stresses yeah so when it comes to nutrition my biggest thing would be to do a food log or food journal kind of see where Mm. you're at um and actually like really tune in with your body and like kind of do like a body check so you know looking at how is your energy level how is um how are like any indigestive issues that you have? Do you just, um, and starting with that journal, you can kind of discover a lot more of like, oh, I ate this meal and I kind of got bloated. Okay, it might be from that. So I think starting with the journal and then also too, like probably eating more, I would say everyone needs to eat a little bit more. Um, and then mm-hmm. also when you are creating your meals, um, making sure that you have a well balance of healthy fats, um, yeah. complex carbohydrates like rice, mm. quinoa, sweet potatoes, mm. um, and lean protein and like chicken, turkey, beef, things like that. So just kind of starting to make, oh, and of course, vegetables, those are number one. Absolutely. So I would say <laughs> that making sure that you have well balanced meals and every meal that you have, and then also um, looking at um, how much you're eating. Um, and maybe trying to find ways that you could just eat a little bit more to increase your metabolism. And then again, with the food journal, um, kind of, it'll be a very big awareness for you to see um, where your starting point is. And then it'll yeah. kind of trace back to like how you're feeling about your your body. And, you know, if you're experiencing like fatigue, for example, is something really mm-hmm. huge that I find um, a lot of women experience and then they realize like okay. oh i only eat once a day so why is that and it's like okay well maybe if i eat more and then they get this crazy energy so yeah i'd say food journal is the best thing that you could start to become more aware sure. of your eating habits and then yeah just start making every meal balanced and eat until you feel like 80 to 90 percent full i always say because then you okay. kind of like mitigate that overeating so those would be some good ones Love it. That's awesome. And you always hear about important meals of the day and which meal is more important. What's your opinion on that? Do you feel that there's a a more important meal where you have to eat more? So for example, maybe breakfast or is it dinner? Or do you, as you say, again, is it just just keep each meal balanced and there's no importance on on either meal just have a balanced meal, make sure you're getting the right uh, stuff. And again, individual factors as well. Yeah. So I would say a rule of thumb to kind of start with, I would say make every meal balanced and kind of eat about the same and then just kind of check in with yourself. I think the biggest thing is like tapping into your internal hunger cues, um, Mm. how you feel, um, your satiety level, things like that. So then you can kind of realize like, oh, maybe I need to eat a little bit more in the morning. Um, so I don't maybe snack so much at nighttime or, you know, if you're training really hard, that's when you can kind of tap into more of like the recovery and, um, eating for, for your training style. So a lot of like Mm -hmm. clients, you know, might need to eat a little bit more carbohydrates right after they work out. If like that's, if they have specific goals. So I would say start with 
um, well balanced at every meal about the same, the same amount, and then kind of see like notice like, Oh, maybe I'm a little more hungry here, or maybe a you know, won't be able to eat for a longer period of time during lunch. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can have a bigger meal and, you know, kind of combining those. So. No, awesome. And another interesting thing that I found, uh, reading through your bio, you talk about how you, you know, you want to help people, uh, impact as many women as possible by helping them find, you know, deep health uh, and discover their inner confidence through movement and holistic practices. You said you're a holistics coach. For those who don't know, talk about being a holistic coach and what goes into sort of holistic practices? Yeah. So I find that, you know, a lot of even, you know, my experience working with Mm -hmm. other nutrition or, um, yeah, nutrition coaches, it's all about the macros. It's all about, you know, just eating to, to lose the weight. And for me, Mm. holistic means, finding the root cause of the issue. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you have a tendency to gain a lot of weight really Mm -hmm. fast, if you have constipation or, you know, um, issues with your, (laughs) excuse me, digestion, Mm -hmm. then, you know, to me, it's like, holistically speaking, we need to kind of figure out the root cause and cure that before Mm -hmm. we can start focusing on weight loss. So Mm -hmm. I really like to take that approach because you're healing the initial problem. You're not mm. putting a bandaid over it and sure. just giving you macro numbers to hit. And then you lose the weight. But reality is that like you're, you know, with losing the weight, you're extremely inflamed, so on and so mm. forth. So mm. really taking a deeper look at your deep health and uh, kind of healing everything at the root cause. No, that's awesome. I love that. No, really interesting. Um, and I think one of the last questions before we move on to a little quick fire round is what is your sort of, obviously this year has been obviously last year and obviously the start of this year has been obviously crazy for all of us, but you know, what does this, you know, 2021 in the future hold for, for you and for your, um, you know, your business, um, Yeah. So I just actually did a huge reflection with myself on like what I want to want to go through for this year. But this year is going to be all about transformation within myself. I've been doing a lot of like inner work. So I really want to bring that through my coaching. So like, as I've spoken about, like, you know, focusing on all of like the internal issues, but also like, really deepening their awareness of themselves and just really Mm. finding love within themselves, creating deep love practices and just really owning and loving the woman that they are. Um, So I want to just bring more of that into my coaching. I want to go more in depth with these women. I'm really, really, really digging into their past, their traumas, um, doing a lot of like the uncomfortable work with them and then being able to, to help heal their bodies through you know, through health, but also heal their mental state and just make them feel like they can take on the world. So that's going to be really huge for my coaching coming up. And then as far as myself, I want to do the same. I mean, I I feel like I've transformed so much in this last year. Um, This year, this last year has given me so much clarity, so much awareness of, you know, where I need to spend more time, where I need to like heal certain things in myself. So I want to just be able to embody that moving into 2021 and just go deeper with myself. That sounds awesome. Love it. Now, that's really, really good. Um, right. So I think we can, um, if you're up for it, do a little quick fire round, a few yeah. questions just to, uh, yeah. So if you're ready, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> quick fire round. 
So question one is milk or dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Very common answer. <laughs> I'm in the minority now with milk chocolate. I, I don't like dark chocolate for some reason. Just don't like it. Anyway. Um, yeah. Question two, if you could live in another decade or era, which one would it be? Ooh. Maybe the 90s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Any any particular reason why the 90s? Mm, because I really love the fashion. And okay. I mean, it would kind of just take me back to my childhood a little bit and it would be, like it. It'd be a good experience. <laughs> yeah, Very good answer. I like that. All right. Question three is if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh, geez. Um, I would say, my gosh, I don't even know. I would, (laughs) uh, I would say Michael Jackson would be awesome. I would say, hmm, who do I admire? (laughs) My God, why is this so tricky? (laughs) Like there's so many people. Um, Let's say J Lo. J Lo's popping in my head. I just, I really, okay. she feels super inspiring. I would love to like pick her brain and just ask her how she did all the things she did. Um, and then a third person. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, this is kind of difficult. There's so many. Um. Crap. I don't know. Hmm. that's right we can go with two that's fine we'll go with those two Michael Jackson (laughs) and Jayla that's okay you only had two spaces it's all good (laughs) all right and then question four another one that stumps quite a few people uh who would play you in the movie of your life who would you like to betray Jess in your movie oh (laughs) jeez hmm let's see someone famous yeah it can be yeah Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who would be a good actress. Oh, you know what? Who's coming to me right now is uh, Julia Roberts. And okay. <laughs> I kind of say that because I'm thinking about Eat, Pray, Love. And I just like really like love the fact that that movie spoke to me so much. I know that was like such a long time ago, but I love the fact that she, you know, had to end a marriage um to really find herself. And she traveled and submerged herself in the cultures and mm. really really discovered a lot more about herself and I kind of yeah. actually like fantasize about that and I really okay. want to do that because I, I really feel like traveling gives you so much insight yeah um, it makes you a better person and just mm. giving you different perspectives so I can kind of relate to that so much sure. um so let's go with Julia Roberts on that one like that good answer <laughs> very nice uh number five is what's your favorite tv show past or present what are your favorite tv shows Ooh. Oh my gosh, there's a lot. I love I love my shows. I just haven't been really recently watching any, but um let's see. I mean, I guess lately-ish, um, I've been kind of watching um Shit's Creek. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know okay. why. It's been like hilarious for me. Um okay. and it kind of gets me just to kind of like unwind a little bit yep. and just like yep. laugh a lot. And they're just hilarious. So 
Um, I'm just going to go with that one for right now. <laughs> Sounds good. No, fair enough. Awesome. And the last one is, uh, what are your top three songs on your music playlist at the moment? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm, I love music. Um, and I would say I'm a mix. So like, I love hip hop, but I also yeah. love, um, like EDM and okay. I'm actually looking at my Spotify right now. So my first song that I have is the last goodbye by Matt Fax. It's a remix. Okay. Um, so it's kind of, I love like, especially like working out. Like I love listening to like upbeat, Yep. Um, techno a little yep. bit music like that um and i would say my other two that i've been really like listening to was um oliver heldens um set me free and okay. so that's again like a little bit of edm and then yep. i have uh i have bad behavior by maybell so a little bit of like the r&b hip-hop kind of vibe but then also sprinkling in some of that edm so, techno <laughs> i like it i like it good variety i mean who doesn't like music it's awesome so that's a good variety yeah. there i really like that so oh, awesome well um you've been absolutely fantastic jess um thank you so much for giving up the time and, and for sharing all your knowledge and all your uh you know nuggets of wisdom with us and i know we'll find them useful and um you know what you're doing is great uh, and i just you know wish you all the best for this year um and I think I can just leave uh, leave you with the floor to give your biggest piece of advice um, for our listeners. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. This was such a great and fun conversation. Um, my biggest piece of advice for anyone listening is just um, find more love in your life. Um, learn to to accept where you are right now and, you know, take everything that you've experienced through this last year throughout your life as a stepping stone to be where you are and, um, find, find your dreams. I think that's the biggest thing is really focusing on that and realizing that life is so short, love the people that you are with and, and, um, just really find love in yourself. I love that. Jess Stepnowski, thank you again very, very much for uh, for all. And uh, again, I wish you all the best uh, this year. Um, can we check you out on Instagram, Facebook? Do you have social media and stuff? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram as Jess Marie Fit. I'm mostly active there. So come hang out, come send me a, a DM. Um, yeah, I'd love to have you guys there. Awesome. Go and give her a follow. Go and check her out. She's got a good page, great page a great person as well so Jess thank you very much but that's it that's the interview there series uh, series five episode, episode three is done so thank you very much for listening uh, I'll be back again next week for uh, episode number four same place same time Friday 2pm look forward to seeing you all there but until then everyone stay safe in the UK let's uh, love each other let's support each other through this lockdown and I'll see you all next week thanks for listening and bye for now